for 30. The Illini are back in action against the Jackson State Tigers, the defending SWAC champions. Tigers went 11-0 last season um, in their conference, 12-6 overall. Uh, have a couple of key players back. Um, so we're going to break that down a little bit, talk a little bit about this, and then uh, uh, Mike Cagley joins me. He's going to be on for this uh, episode of Sturdy for 30. Mike, what are your thoughts about this upcoming game? What are you ready for? I am ready for some basketball, baby. <laughs> I uh, really what what I what I want to see is okay. Let's let's just get it out on the table. Kofi's suspension is ridiculous. Let's get past that because we know it's ridiculous. So this gives an opportunity though for some players to make a mark in the minds of that coaching staff, that they are reliable, that they are the type of players that they want out there when games matter. So while this seems like to, to some fans as, oh, they're just going to go blow out Jackson State, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, opportunity for kids to earn some minutes here to, to, uh, to, you know, tomorrow night. Or, um, and I really want to see which guys are going to step up and do that? And, and that's as a guy who used to coach, um, you know, who's going to be the guy that Underwood feels confident about when he puts that kid into the game and it starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. Yeah, obviously this is uh, you know, it's the start of a season where there's so much hype about Illinois basketball. They've got a, you know, a very talented group, as we know um, there is, you know, and, you know, some guys are going to be out, it sounds like. Just going over the uh, injury report, it looks like you've got, you know, Trent Frazier dinged up. You've got, um, you know, you've got, uh, sounds like DeMonte's back. Austin Hutcherson's dinged up. We're still waiting on to hear, to know. Andre Carvello is going through um, some workouts today, so that's positive. That could mean that he plays. Um, obviously, we know Kofi's suspended. So it's not a full full squad um, this Illini team right now, but it's like you mentioned, it's a great opportunity for those, those other guys to step up and play now. So as we look at Jackson state, they lost some dudes from last year. So they're not quite the same, but they do have a couple of really key guys back. Javius McKinnis, um, second in the nation in rebounding, um, preseason first team, all SWAC player, uh, SWAC Defensive Player of the Year preseason, 13.2 rebounds and 2.1 blocks a game. Boy, I would have loved to see this guy go against Kofi, although he's you know not huge. He's 6'7", 225, but he's obviously got some uh, some bounce and does some things. Um, basically, he uh, he averaged 12.5 points a game, does a lot of things. Then they have a guard. Their guard is a guy by the name of uh, Jonas James III, who is a you know, quick kid, shoots 35% from three, um, you know, does a lot of good things, 10 points a game, uh, 2.8 rebounds, average over three assists a game. So uh, also, you know, good on the defensive end with 21 steals last year in 18 games. So they've got a couple of pieces. Uh, they've got a got an opportunity to, you know, they're, they're looking as a great challenge against Illinois and trying to win. This is, by the way, Mike, did you know, here's your did you know for the night. It's the 117th season of men's basketball. Now the question, here's our trivia for you, Mike Cagley, because you're so good at trivia, as we've seen on the Illini Guys Sports yes, Spectacular. So wh what is Illinois' record in openers all time heading into this one? Uh, we said 117. Yes, they've played 116 so, um, coming in. 
116. So I'm saying that they are 99 and 17. Close, close. Not bad. 102 and 14. 37 and oh, 2. Oh, man. 37 and 2 when opening at the State Farm Center. 24 straight wins since December 1st. That's when they started. 1993 when they won their opener. 24 straight wins when opening year at the State Farm Center. So that's pretty good. It's yeah. a good stretch. Yeah. And thank goodness we're not playing at the Prairie Capital Convention Center. Oh, jeez. <laughs> those, those, ah! <laughs> those are bad, bad memories right there. Bad memories. I, I, the only good thing about playing at the Prairie Capital Convention Center, for me, it shortened my drive by about 30 minutes. So 40 minutes. 40 minutes? Maybe 40 minutes. So uh, there I was, was going to say at least 40 minutes. For I, you. I, I was so excited, too, when that when it got short. I was so excited to play there. I thought, well, they'll win all these games, right? And then they did. It wasn't much fun. Yeah, so anyway, this is uh, yeah. Illinois ranked 11th in the AP, 10th in the coaches poll. Second straight year they've been in preseason rankings. Um, first time they've done that since 2009-10 and 2010-11 to be ranked in the preseason in back-to-back years. They've been ranked for 21 straight weeks over the past uh, three seasons of the Underwood era. So that's a good thing. Um, their computers that's like nice. them a lot more. Um, as our good friend, um, uh, Mr. Gassaway, John Gassaway talked about laptop people, the laptop people have Illinois five in Ken Palm and T rank. So, uh, the computers really like them. Kofi is the preseason all American preseason big 10 player of the year, but of course he won't be playing in this one. Um, and we're hoping that, you know, Curbelo is. So as we break down this game, I think it's a game where, you know, Jackson State's a decent team. They're going to play a different style, maybe try and play a little bit. Um, you know, as, as you look back to what they've done, it, it's so difficult to try and figure out uh, first game of a year. I, I think this is one of the hardest things. I All those teams that are playing the Champions Classic coming on Tuesday night, you know, overall college basketball, it's so yep. hard to scout teams that haven't played yet. I mean, I mean, yeah, if, especially if they have a, like, if you look at, you know, those teams, I mean, I know that they have a lot of things that they do the same or whatever from year to year, but you also have a lot of teams, they're different personnel. So you're going to do things. Now, Jackson State does have the same coach, head coach Wayne Brent. Um, and so they're going to do a lot of the same things. He's been there for, shoot, uh, what is this? Uh, 10th season or something, ninth or 10th season at Jackson State. So I think it's his ninth season, so maybe 10? I don't know. I can't keep track. But he's been there for a while. Um, and, and so the, you, there is some film on what they do, But it's and they got a couple guys you can get film on. But a lot of these guys you know, weren't with them last year or didn't get many minutes. The same with Illinois. How do you plan for Alfonso Plummer and Omar Payne and how they fit into the system? These are difficult things when you're looking at that first game. So I was looking at that Champions Classic. When you've got the Duke, Kentucky, Michigan State um, – those teams, uh, Kansas, how do they scout? It's so hard to scout for these games. Yeah, I think you, I think you scout by what they do. You know what uh, Kansas high-low offense looks like. You know, you know if you press Kansas, you know exactly how Bill Self's going to line up his guys. And I think you go towards tendencies, and then you try to, you try to maybe overlay that with some of the recruiting that you did you know, the year before when you saw certain players that maybe you were interested in before they ended up at Kansas. And I think that might be the template that some of these guys use. Um, and kind of the, the interesting thing is, is, you know, there's a few head coaches who put in 
new wrinkles to stuff. Like for instance, Underwood doesn't play the same type of defense that he used to. Um, and I think coaches like Underwood, they're maybe a little more flexible on what they do might have a little bit of an advantage in these early season games because he just wants to win. You don't know exactly what he's going to pull out of his pocket versus some guys have style points that they like to win with, you know, and, and I don't think coach Underwood really cares that much as long as the W is there. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the one, the other thing I always look at is like Jackson state, Illinois is going to have a few new wrinkles than they had in the exhibition game. They've had some practices since then. Yep. Then they're going to add some more wrinkles against Arkansas state. And then they're going to add some more wrinkles against Marquette. And then they're going to have a few more against Cincinnati. And then Ar and you go down the line, they're going to keep adding things as the season going on. So you can't really scout. Um, you can get scouts and tendencies. Usually what guys will go back and they'll look at like four or five games, the last four or five games when they scout. And, you know, but then they'll pull out a game for, pull out a play they ran at the first game of the year and they'll run it in game 18 or something like that. So that's when you kind of, it makes it so hard. The scouting is so good in college basketball anymore, especially with all the analytic stuff and the, the synergies where you can break down every play and so forth. So it, it'd be interesting. So I think it comes down to those early games, a lot of in-game coaching and adjustments and just the Jimmys and Joes. That's the key. And I also, I also bet though that that Cincinnati coach doesn't need to do a lot of scouting. <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati coach is going, why couldn't it be four games? Just four. Four games. Please, Lord. May have a miracle. Come down and add a fourth game to the Illinois sus Give suspension Kofi of Kofi. Because... <laughs> Kofi, do something yeah, bad you... so you get one more. Do something else. <laughs> that poor guy. You know, yeah. he's just innocently going about his job, and he can look at the Illinois <laughs> schedule and just put his hands in his or put his head in his hands and shake and just go, yeah. no, no. Uh, yeah. The uh, it's going to be uh, obviously Kofi's going to be excited to play. I think in that game, so, yeah, no question. Now, so so this game, what do you what do you think is going to happen in the paint? You know, Omar Payne is has I don't think he's done anything bad, but he let's let's face it, he hasn't played to the level that he, that the expectations that he set by having good practices. Um, that and then Coleman Hawkins has shown some some dynamic um, you know plays out there on the court. Uh, albeit maybe a little bit overzealous in his of the English language, but <laughs> what do you think? You know that Payne and Hawkins going to be like in the middle. What do you do? You have any expectations there? I think it's fun. This is going to be a good matchup. I think that a lot of people have kind of dismissed these guys as being like weaker Jackson State, but I will tell you that um, Javius McKinnis is six seven, two twenty, bouncy kid. Uh, good at finishing around the rim. He was a one of the best rebounders in the country. He's also one of the best shot blockers in the country. So how do they handle him? He's not, I'm not saying he's huge, but he's a kid that'll be a tough matchup. They also have another kid, um, a couple of our kids who are going to be, uh, have some decent size, not, not huge, but obviously they're not Kofi level, but they got some kids with some decent size. So Illinois though, because they're kind of small and they're not a huge team, they can play Hawkins at the five. I think they can stretch him out with that. I think that's going to be good to see. I think Coleman's going to play some five. I think he might even play some four. I think you're going to play some four, too. I think uh, the key was pain. I was shocked when Underwood talked about how, how his conditioning has been a struggle. I mean, he looked down, and he's like, you know, only played nine minutes each exhibition game, and he was shocked at how few minutes he played. But he, it seems like, he, it seems like he, he's an energy guy who only has, like, two minutes of energy. Like me at my age, he should have more energy than that. I, I only have two minutes too, 
but um of energy. But he he should have more because he's younger. But I think that's because the style plays a little different than what he's used to at Florida. Underwood mentioned that. So getting up and down. And so hopefully that's an adjustment he can make because although Illinois doesn't necessarily need Omar Payne to play long stretches, it'd be nice if you could get him a four-minute stint where he could just play for four minutes, timeout to timeout, give you that time and give Kofi a breather when the season starts or um, allow you to, to to have some different looks. I mean, it'd be great. I mean, we were talking about playing, and they, they were guaranteeing we're going to play Kofi and Omar. Obviously, with Kofi's suspension, that changes things. But at the same time, they talk about playing those guys together. But I think the problem is with that conditioning level not being where it needs to be really makes it hard to do that because you know one of those guys has to be fresh on the floor at all times. And the thing that's, that shocks me about Omar Payne and the conditioning is if you take a look at his pictures of, of what Fletch has already done with him uh, in terms of getting him into better physical shape than what he, you know, what he came here as, I don't think I've seen somebody look that much better and still not be in good shape. So that, that's got to be a rarity right off the bat. Yeah, I, if I looked that much better, if I looked that good, I would be in better shape. I, I guarantee I would have huge – Same here. Same, I would look in a lot better shape, no question. So it's going to be a fun game. Um, the Illini open in the season. The Illini are – I think they are 30-point favorites if we're checking our lines. Um, Jackson State is, uh, you know, a kind of a different uh, – it's going to be a different game than, than a Big Ten game or a high major team because they – and the other thing that's kind of weird about Jackson State is they were really bad. Even though – now, remember, they were 12-6 and last year. They went 11-0 and in the SWAC won their first conference tournament game and then lost in overtime in the semifinals to uh, Texas Southern. So that's in, in like 84, 81 or something like that. But they were, this is the weird part about these guys. Um, now, if you remember, Texas Southern then won the SWAC, upset Mount St. or beat Mount St. Mary's in the 16 game, and then lost to Michigan in the, in the first round last year. So um, that was the team, Texas Southern from the SWAC. So, but anyway, going back to Jackson State, the interesting thing about these guys they were a terrible, terrible, terrible offensive team last year. In Ken Palm, when you talk offensive efficiency, they were 349th. Now, when I you realize that Ken Palm, basically you get to the point where they don't even rank teams. You reach a point where you get so bad that they don't even want to rank you, you're bad. So 349th in offensive efficiency. So, yeah, that's bad. I mean, that's a really, so they really bad. There are 357. So they're kind of like the Illinois football offense. Similar, but without the Illinois football defense. Now, the weird part, exactly. about, the, but the weird part about the SWAC is that four of the worst, no, five of the worst 10 teams, I think it is, or four of the worst 10 teams in the country were from the SWAC offensively. So it's a really so that big that explains how the uh, SWAC uh, conference uh, TV network died when <laughs> people were forced to watch that type of basketball. Because no let's kidding. face it, bad offense doesn't sell when it comes to hoops. No, it, but I guess the good thing is they played at a decent pace. Um, so get yeah. up and down the floor, 70 possessions a game. That's pretty good, I guess. Um, you know, they uh, the weird part, I mean, they but they were, they were solid. In raw, last year, in raw defensive efficiency, Jackson was – Texas State was third in the country in raw efficiency. That means they had they gave up 0.879 points per eight, 0.879 points per possession. And that's in large part because of, you know, the kid we talked about. 
um, the 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 McKinnon kid. So this is a this is a team that you know he's still there, um, you know Javius McKinnis, and so he's still there. So that's gonna be a that's gonna be a challenge for Illinois inside. So that's gonna be fun to watch. I hopefully, you know, Illinois also is gonna. I, I've been disappointed in their. I'll be honest with you. The one thing, other thing for me, Mike, is I've been disappointed in their three point shooting in the exhibitions because I think yeah, they're a really good. They're a really good three point shooting team, and they haven't shot as well as they should in those exhibitions. Yeah, totally agree with you. And and Coach Underwood did reference the uh, that, that that some of their offense uh, will be uh, keyed off of you know taking a shot and then going after the rebound. So I think this will be really fun to watch this McKinnis kid. He's 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 a dog on the boards, man. He goes after it hard, and um, it will be very interesting to see what kind of ability uh, Hawkins and Payne have in terms of sealing him off the boards uh, to prevent those offensive rebounds. Because that six foot seven, yeah, he's not six ten, but but that's he's still a big kid, and um, this will be good for them to go have to bang a little bit to keep him off the boards. Mike, you know why they're such a good offensive rebounding team? Because, because they, they aren't a good shooting team. They expect every miss. They expect everyone to yes. be a miss. It's like when you got a great shooting team and somebody shoots it, you're like, oh, that's it, and you go back on defense. you got a bad shooting team. No way that crap's going in. we got to go get the rebound. <laughs> so. Okay, so now you're talking about my high school basketball team. Now, back, back in the day, we averaged some, like, horrific – 34 points a game, but we did get like 16 offensive rebounds and we still only scored 34 points a game. Yes. That's yes. bad shooting. That is some bad shooting right there. <laughs> I just had a flashback to the worst thing that coach could do as a starter was put you on the bench because you would sit on the bench. And you're like, Oh my God, we're horrible. We are really, really boring. <laughs> and so Whoa. what I would do is I would sit right next to the coach, right? Right next to my head coach. And then there'd be a guy sitting right to the left of me, another player. And whoever I went in for, like if he didn't seal the baseline, I'd turn to the player next to me real loud and I'd go, he didn't seal the baseline. What is he doing out there? And then if he, you know, then there was like a travel. Uh, did you see him travel? And coach would hear me sniping, you know, and then after about two mistakes, he'd go, get back in there. And I'd be like, <laughs> thank you, Lord. I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> it's too painful. It's too painful. It was paint drying when you when you when you leave the game and they're offering you refunds before you ask you know it was not exciting and, and when your kids find out that you play you played before there was a three-point line you get this they, they look at you like my god you're old this is true this is true yes my my senior year was the last year before they had a three-point line in high school basketball i i made a lot of threes though i'm telling you what I made a lot of shots from outside that that mark. They just only counted for two. Yeah. I would have had, I may have had like a third more points. Is that so you were a, you were Pistol Brad. Yeah, similar, <laughs> similar, something like that. Now here's know. here's some breaking breaking news here, Brad. Io had a uh, career high tonight. Twenty minutes, scored fifteen points for the Bulls in their victory over Brooklyn. And had seven rebounds. So I'll tell you what, that is that is so awesome to see Io basically telling all these teams that passed on him, you know, that was a mistake. And uh, yeah. I have to admit, I am so excited to see him do well. Um, I may actually, I, I don't ever really have a team in basketball. I just like watching good teams. But I may have to become a Bulls fan because Io's that fun. 
He is. I really, I'll be honest with you. I'm a, that's awesome to see. I love seeing IO do well. He's a fantastic kid, great ambassador uh, for Illinois basketball. And, you know, he had the right mindset going in the, when other guys get, you get drafted low, you're angry. He just said, I'm going to prove him wrong. And that's what he does. And, you know, he kind of has, and I will say this, I think it's and he he grew up in that era where he's got you know he's obviously from Chicago so he knows the Jordan and he grew up in the Kobe era you know as a kid too so the one thing about those two guys they were never unprepared and I think that's really what Io is he's always ready he's prepared yep. for a situation and if you that's why he's so good at making clutch shots because you know as well as I do if you're prepared it's like a test if you're prepared for a test you're not nervous because you know you're prepared for the test. But when you get that first test and you haven't studied, you look at the first question, you have no idea what it, oh, what language is this? Then you're, you're in trouble. And, and that's, that's, uh, that's like your, I mean, your, your entire career in college. That's what we're talking about there, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you as a, as a guy, you know, as a guy who's coached AAU teams, it was always interesting when you, you started practice you know, and you get around and you watch the kids play in their high school and then you, you get them on the court and you try to see, like, what new tools are they going to bring to the team this year? And what I always found amazing about Io is each year you could see the pieces that he had added to his game. And there's only one way that you add something good to your game. And that means you're out there by yourself whether it's in a gym, whether it's outside, whether, whatever it is, you're busting your butt to put that, that, add that piece to your game. And I was always so impressed by the maturity level that it takes to do what he did every off season. Yeah, it's impressive. And now we get to see what a guy like Andre Carbello did in his off season. Did yes, he add that shooting exactly. piece to his game? What did DeMonte Williams? I know the one thing DeMonte's worked is putting the ball on the floor being more of a creator. Jacob Grandison, what's he done? Austin Hutcherson, is he is he off the milk carton now? Um, we can now see him. He's been missing for two years. Um, you know, what is Omar Payne? What is added to his game from Florida? What's Alfonso Plummer added besides just being a shooter? We've seen Coleman Hawkins. What, you know, what can he show yeah, us? Yeah, he's added some stuff. Yeah, added yep. some stuff, you know, and so this is really an exciting time of the year. Everybody's, you know, everybody's going to win the national title. And so it's always fun, but college basketball starts on Tuesday. What a great night. I mean, what a great day of the year. I mean, this is awesome. Some great matchups, but most importantly, you got the Atlanta game. All right, Mike, putting on the spot, Illinois Jackson state. What's your prediction on this game? I see this game as being a game that'll be like, 89 to 65. 89 65. Uh, Illinois, yes. right? Yes. Good, good. It better. If it's the other way around, I am not going to be a merry man. <laughs> it will not be a good, the post game podcast will not be as much fun. So I, there will be a lot of go, tears. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little different. Um, I think it's going to be that much. I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring. I think Illinois is going to struggle a little bit um, offensively without Kofi and and with maybe without like a Trent or whatever. I'm going 80 to 54. I think a 26. Okay. I like the 26 point win, which um, you know um, Ken Palm gives uh, <laughs> gives uh, Jackson State a 0.4 percent chance of winning this game. So that <laughs> should be, so. be fun. Um, but anyway, this is. Uh, 
this is uh, so this is going to be fun. I, I think uh, we're all excited for this season. We're excited to see what the Illini do, and uh, join us. We will have some you know on IlliniGuys.com. We'll have obviously previews. We'll have post game uh, breakdowns. We will have a post game podcast. Um, we'll be live in the game room during the game, and so lots of just options for um, you know to you know check out the Illini, find out, get the inside stuff. On what's going on with the Illini basketball team and recruiting? So, um, anything else, Mike? You want to leave us with? The only thing I would tell fans is, is if you're looking to get the best coverage of Fighting Illini sports, it's IlliniGuys.com. You're looking to get the best coverage of what could be a national title-winning Illini basketball team. You need to subscribe. Literally. Like do it today. When you hear me, get off here. Go to lineguys.com. You get seven days free. Let me tell you something. That means you'll get the game today. You get the game, or excuse me, the Tuesday game. Whether you listen to it tonight or tomorrow, get the game. Then you'll get the game on Friday, and then you'll get the game next Monday. After three games in a week, you will not do anything other than say, "I'm subscribing for the year." And you're going to be set and ready to go. So let's get ready. It's going to be a fantastic basketball season. The Illini Jackson State, 7 p.m. tip time. Of course, this game, uh, just for those of you, just to kind of, I, one thing we didn't really talk about is if you want to watch this game, uh, this game is televised. The Big Ten Network. I mean, actually, this one's not on Big Ten Plus. Big Ten, Big Ten, Big Network. Ten Plus. This, this one's on BTN, isn't it? I uh, I thought that was Big Ten Plus. I think it's BTN. I think this one's on Big Ten Network with Kevin Kugler and Robbie Hummel. Robbie Hummel's on the call, 7 p.m. tip time from the State Farm Center. Um, Good to see our guy Robbie Hummel, who joined us a couple weeks ago on Sturdy for 30 um, and, you know, in our radio show. Just uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Make sure you tune in. Uh, Illinois is uh, kicking off uh, what could be a magical season. So hope you enjoy it. 30 for 30. Thanks for listening.